0: And welcome to my fourth episode of my fortnightly podcast, Mihal Mahipal Unplugged. In this week's um, episode, I want to speak about shamanic astrology because this is my way of life. I want to introduce you to different forms of astrology that has been used in shamanic astrology, which is much more practical than just reading your birth chart and analyzing uh, what's going on in there. So if you stay till the end of this podcast, I think you will have learned a lot about astrology, that things that you maybe never heard before. So that can be a very powerful and enlightening experience. And you can pick and choose whatever resonates with you. You might go and experiment yourself a little bit more with astrology, but further afield... Mm -hmm you might realize that aligning yourself and your lifestyle to the cosmic forces, to the natural cycles of the seasons and to be aware of when is the right time to do something will really soften your life in a way that you're going to move more smoothly through life. You're not going to try so hard anymore. You're not going to try to force Things you don't need to hardcore manifest something that's beyond your imagination because if you want something and you're doing it at the right time, it will flow easily, it flows naturally. And there are times where certain things are not to be done, so then you will receive rejection blockages and you will be really angry with yourself or maybe even doubting yourself why certain things are not happening so this is all part of kind of uh, my idea of shamanic astrology I'm a shamanic astrology practitioner third degree and I'm the only one in the UK practicing this form of astrology in the way that I do it I work with clients from all over the world. I do personal one-to-one readings when people are looking for some guidance. I work with shamanic healing where I'm choosing, depending on what the person is going through, to heal at the right time, but also using astrology to find the right way on how to heal the person. So I will be analyzing the horoscopes to get a glimpse of where they are energetically where they're stuck, what they're facing at the moment. And then based on this understanding, I would choose sacred healing tools as well as the perfect timing for the healing to take place. I also sometimes, or I did in the past, did hold events on astrological important dates to help people to attune and align them to these energetic changes so it's easier for them to bring whatever they want into their lives. Today I want to talk about different forms of astrology on how I understand it and how I practice them. One of them is called Inner Astrology. So in my work with Shamanic Astrology, I use the wisdom of so-called Inner Astrology. And that works with a method of astrology that helps to get to know yourself better. So that could be inner astrology where it's been used to create a chart, birth chart, natal chart of someone and pinpointing certain areas where the person have maybe a lot of potential, a direction they could choose in their profession. But also ideas on what they need in love or in relationships, there could be certain blockages that needed to overcome belief systems or certain energetic complications that they need to be understood to be released. And of course, it's all about your own potential, your potential for love. How do you express love? How do you need to receive love from other people to feel admired, who feel important, to feel safe and secure? In our astrology also deals with our own intention that we are setting in life when we want to achieve something or even a project or we're focusing on one thing that we want to do. So it's all about the mindset that we hold and for that moment in time that can very much determine our project to be successful or if we're achieving our goals. In our astrology also deals with money issues that we hold so we can see certain conjunctions or, well, conjunctions, it depends what it is, maybe not that bad, um, but there could be squares, there could be challenges, yeah, there could be all sorts of um, combinations of planets and houses that can affect your flow of money. Everybody maybe has, not everybody, there's maybe, let's say, a certain amount of possibilities on how people make money. So first of all, there's some people who take risks, other people they love saving, they need to have a secure job to feel good about money and some people are even destined to do that. Other people are more creative, their entrepreneurial spirit, they want to run their own company, other people they want to put themselves out there, other people would like to work from home. So there's many different ways on how you can achieve wealth in your life. Some people are better off working with a partner, business partner, other people. Some people are better at delegating work. And then there's people who need to do everything themselves. So knowing where you are regarding money, how the money is going to come into your life more easily, which opportunities your horoscope holds of making money, as I said, in a joint venture or on your own, and which area of money making would be good for you so if you were destined to be a baker but you work in fashion then you might wonder "Mm, why is it not working out so that was just one example it could be the other way around as well so we also need to understand that our self-expression is not necessarily always the area that does bring us money Especially when we're looking into people who maybe work in the spiritual field or being of service to other people. That can be a form of self-expression or making art and music. So this is kind of where you feel, I need to do this to feel happy. There's this inner urge that needs to come out. There's something that I really need to show the the world and share with the world. But not necessarily. This is also the area that's going to bring you money. Yeah, so a lot of people mix purpose with money and expect their purpose to bring the money because you have been taught this way. In your horoscope, we can figure this out. And if your purpose wants to bring you money, you might need to apply a certain strategy to reach that goal. So that's just one thing when it comes to money and how much money you would need to feel safe and how you're spending your money. Some people are saving it. Some people are really quick in, in spending it. Some people love luxury items. Other people, they maybe love investing into their business or into other things. So there's many different ways. And especially if you're sharing a bank account with a partner, um, that can be challenging. Because you might be the one who's saving the money and your partner's the one who's taking risk. And that puts you on the edge. So these are things that can inner astrology can help you with. And to uncover what your energetic makeup is regarding, as I said, money, self-expression, your intention in this life, how you chop, you should choose that would suit you and would make you happy, which is not necessarily your purpose. Um, it also, we in, in astrology, we're going to find out what drives you, what do you need, and furthermore, what do you radiate? Because, I mean, people are attracted to us by the energy that we're sending out first of all there's this law of resonance that what we send out returns back to us but there's also this magnetic pull to towards certain people so for example the brighter you shine the more people who are in need of this light you will be attractive So these are things also in in astrology where we might going to find out why we are attracted always to the wrong partner or what kind of partners we're actually looking for. And that could be totally different that we're radiating a certain energy, but deep down we are actually looking for something else. And to harmonize these aspects and to understand who we really are and what we need to be happy and then allowing us this to radiate to attract really what we want. This is also part of inner astrology. So this is why I offer one-to-one readings, astrology readings. And they are based on this understanding to get to know yourself better in certain areas of your life. There's also karmic uh, path readings where we look in who you were maybe in a past life. What are the karmic lessons for you to learn here? How can we fulfill them and release them to then move on to the next step that we not tangled up in karma anymore. Keeping in mind, karma is not always a bad thing. There could be also karmic contracts that are really serving you and they're allowing you to meet the right people at the right time. So we will be looking into these kind of uh, things. Then we're going to have another area that I work with and I call this the outer astrology. Because there's so many levels and areas in shamanic astrology where astrology and this knowledge can be applied. And I use also astrology to gain insights into the cycles, rhythms of the planets. So that's where I'm I'm using calendars, where I'm using templates, where I'm using, of course, certain events that are happening energetically. And that means it's the knowledge of the seasons, transits, progressions, the moon calendar, sun calendar. And that helps me to make possible predictions about certain events. And this is always a tough one because I think some people, when they say you're an astrologer, they say, similar to when you say you're a psychic, they say, well, why don't you predict everything? Why can you not win in the lottery by predicting the numbers? So this is probably a whole subject for another podcast when we're talking about mediums or people foretelling the future. Astrology is a little bit different. It's about the language of energy. And energy behaves in a certain way. For example, if we're looking at the seasons, we know no matter what we do, believe in or think spring will come before summer. And summer will come before autumn and then autumn, after autumn, there will be winter. So that's not so much about what I personally believe in or my abilities. This is just something it's called a natural law. So the energies are moving this way. They're building up, get really high, peak in the summer and then they're slowly letting go in autumn and really withdraw in winter till we're coming back full cycle into spring again. So knowing these kind of energetic circumstances or cycles, they're also affecting our economy, affecting your personal life of how much energy you've got available, what you feel like doing. They can also predict certain The behavior of certain people, yeah, as we know in summer, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, a lot of people go on holiday because this is their thing, summer holiday, especially when the kids are off school. So there's certain very basic predictions that you can make um, on these things. But when we start using calendars and we're looking more into transits of planets which are adding a more... So certain people can predict maybe if the stock market is going to crash, how the economy is going to go through a recession, when we're going to come out of it. On a personal level, you can say when you look into transits of someone, um, they're maybe going to go through a difficult period in their time where they're lacking money or they suffer from depression. And in astrology, we can say, "Oh, hang on, mate. This is not gonna be something that's gonna be with you forever. But there's an end to this, yeah. So you might gonna go through these difficulties for a three, few weeks or a month, and then your life will look totally different. So this allows us to actually have a kind of time period where certain things are happening." And the same thing when there are good times to make investments in business or to start a new business, to come up with a new idea, to launch a new business, um, to start a new job, to find a new lover, to break up in a relationship. So there's a timing for certain things that we can look up. As I said, it's more personal when you look into your personal transits in your horoscope or it's a more general if you use more general calendars and it also of course depends which planets are involved if they're more personal planets and um, which point out more changes on the inside or if we're talking about more transpersonal planet or generational planets which are more affecting whole generations or the world at large Um so these are all aspects that can be looked up and very basically what you can do or what I'm doing in my signature program which I'm going to launch in November time is I'm going to show you how to work and align yourself with the sun calendar and the moon calendar for your own well-being because this is the main planets that do affect you on a very very personal level especially energetic level While the moon is more everyday energy, the sun is more monthly energy, but they have a massive impact on your well-being, on your health, on your vitality, and they hold massive potential on how you can start aligning yourself by doing certain things at the right time to boost your immune system, to have more health, to create more abundance in your life, to heal quicker to prevent disease because you're living in harmony with the moon and the sun and this will help you to really align the whole of your organism to these amazing natural cycles and everything will be just so much more smoothly you can really plan not only your diet and healing foods, but also your activities and really important appointments with these calendars. And that will be absolutely life-changing. So if you're interested in something like this, you can sign up for the waiting list and once a slot becomes available for the signature program because I only have really limited spaces. I'm really making a priority that I'm working very close with people and therefore not taking too many people on to be able to be totally present with them. I will teach you on how you can really create everything that you want in your life by aligning yourself with these natural cycles, living in harmony with the universe that will absolutely turn your life upside down for the better. So the practice of shamanic astrology and the use of calendars allows to find also the time for healing and ceremonies. So I do hold healing rituals for my clients. I do hold healing ceremonies and based on their personal horoscope and then certain astrological events, I'm going to match these energies to enhance the power of my healing. So this is all outer astrology where we... Checking in what the planets are doing, how this influence creates kind of a portal, a time, energy gate that we can use to withdraw this energy or to draw from this energy, not to withdraw, to draw this energy into what we're doing to enhance whatever we are doing to make it more potent, more powerful, strengthening our system eating the right thing at the right time, doing the right activities and then be totally in tune with nature which then will create much more health and well-being. Then there is also practical astrology and this is one of the best ones because here you find the application and the use of sacred tools, gemstones, herbs, essential oils and all sorts of other things that you can be using In addition to using the calendar, because this means that you actually embody the energy that's given in the calendar. For example, let's say we're talking about the summer solstice. Yeah, summer solstice happens when the sun moves into Cancer. So the sun moves into Cancer, and the element of Cancer is water. So that's a good. Day or a good time to pay more attention around the element of water to be near water, just like me. I'm sitting next to this beautiful stream right now, and I'm not living far away from the beach as well. So I've got this lovely breath coming in. So th- this is um, something where we then choosing when we do, for example, a summer solstice meditation, a retreat, uh, we're doing a ceremony or healing session for someone we will draw on the element that's very present on that day and use certain sacred tools that are associated with the energy of this star sign where the sun the moon is moving through at this moment in time to embody this quality to bring this quality into this world otherwise we are drawing energy that we can't see yeah, or spiritual energy, natural energy, just because we can't see doesn't mean it's not there because we can feel it, we can sense it. But by choosing the right tool for what we are doing or what we want to do and surrounding ourselves with its element brings this experience into this physical world, which where we want it. And this is a very, very powerful way to do it. It will also This kind of which planets, star signs are moving and what what the kind of energy they are creating would determine certain movements that we could do in the body or certain yoga postures to really embody the energy of the current cycle. So if we're talking about summer solstice, because we're just so present in summer at the moment, we could imagine that very beneficial would be for yoga posture during this time child pose yeah child pose it's cancerian this is the inner child that's the child it's childhood it's when we're growing up something to do with parenting the mother reconnecting we're very close to the earth we're closing up we're drawing in we are absorbing from the earth we're nurturing the self so this is a very good pose that you could be practicing especially around um summer solstice in yoga, for example, and then if you do it near the water, you bring in that element in as well. So as you see, we're empowering ourselves because this is the energy that's reflecting on the outside, and this is what the system needs right now. If we then would be looking into healing uh, foods, we might would increase our intake in water, yeah, to flush out any toxins. We are also coming into summer, where it's gonna heat up in the northern hemisphere. So we drink need to drink plenty of water. We also have a sensitivity around the breasts and the stomach because the moon rules Cancerian. And when Cancerian is also, when the sun is in Cancerian, we pay more attention to our breasts, our nurturing uh, qualities. Also, we could increase our intake in seaweed. If you like this, there's spirulina, And there is other seaweed. I like the ones that you can buy in a Chinese supermarket. These ones that you can easily use for um, sushi. These kind of, they look like paper sheets, seaweed paper sheets. Because there's a lot of nutrients that we normally don't get with food in seaweed. So this can be very beneficial to increase also anything that is green so we got these green leafy salads we've got barley grass wheat grass powder everything that's green it's really good to be taken at that period of time and for a month then we're moving into Leo in July and so that's just uh, something when you want to yeah, it's, it's about detoxing the blood. It's about bringing more green chlorophyll into the body, more minerals that the body needs coming from the sea. There's also coral powder, which you could use, especially for a deficit in magnesium and calcium. And you need to have calcium, magnesium in the right proportion so it's healthy for the body. We also, very interesting, see that a lot of breast cancer occurs in women who are menopause after menopause and are often associated with the lack of magnesium and calcium in their bodies because we are just not getting enough from this in our diets. If we look in Japan and China where people have much less um breast cancer occurrences is because the women are much more in tune with nature. They're eating much more healthy seaweeds where there's a lot of calcium, magnesium in it, and they also eat a lot of soya products, which balances the hormones, especially for women who are imbalanced in hormones after the menopause. That could be a good option. So we're really looking into these feminine qualities, can align our food with this. And this is something where I'm going much, much deeper into my signature program where we're trying to even prevent disease in the first place by aligning ourselves to these um, rhythms of natures and eating the right things at the right time when the body can so much better um, absorb it and this way we are um, working against disease because we're less stressed in more in tune we are more in tune with nature at slow pace of life we're not forcing ourselves to do things when we don't have the energy we're making appointments when we know we are more energetic because astrology is supporting our ideas or whatever we need to do our actions, and then we need to use uh, less of our own energy and then of course, with the right food, we're going to boost our immune system and we're going to stay super healthy. And super fresh all year long. Then there's also another form of astrology, which is the astrology of the earth. And this is also part of knowledge that I have accumulated over the years because I studied Chinese metaphysics, Chinese shamanism, and that allows me to merge astrology of the East with the astrology of the West. And here we're trying to harmonize our living and working environment with planetary harmony. So you probably heard of feng shui before. This is part of the Chinese shamanic practice where we're aligning our living environment, our working space, according to the free flow of energy. Most people know a very superficial level of feng shui where you can buy books and then you're going to change a few things around or you always close your toilet seat and then put a little bit of crystals in every corner so that's a very superficial way of doing things i'm not saying that's the wrong thing i'm just saying that's a good way to get into it to allow and to become aware of your environment that the energy is maybe not as flowing as you want it to be at the same time the real traditional school of feng shui the way i learned it it's much more complex it deals with you need to be able to read the compass the chinese compass feng shui compass you need to be able to do certain calculations because every house is different and then you can also you will learn how to set certain acupuncture points in the house to activate the flow of energy and to reduce those areas who hold bad energy so again is really about aligning your living, working environment with the energies that are present on the earth. This is Geomancy, part of Geomancy knowledge. At the same time, you're aligning it with the heavens because even your house has a birth chart. It's true, an astrological birth chart that gives us an indication about its basic energetic levels or circumstances and then We can manipulate this energy by setting acupuncture points, by redecorating, by using different elements and colors and directions to look, sleep and work, to make the best out of this house for you to be super beneficial, supportive, to create better health, to create more wealth and abundance. And then, as I said, aligning your home with this astrology cycles is the most empowering thing you can do beside aligning yourself and eating the right thing at the right time. So don't underestimate the really power of traditional way of Feng Shui and not only the way you might read in a lot of books. So it's definitely worth looking into this. And then there's another part which I work with as well is experimental astrology. An experimental astrology is very powerful because it allows you to do all sorts of things. Yeah, So whatever you feel drawn to, you can find an expression through astrology. So what I did in the past, am I going to do this in the future again? Um, I'm going to hold trance dance based on astrology which is very powerful astro-shamanic trance dance, but I also, as I said, I did meditations, I created oils, I do sprays, I do all sorts of products and lectures, attunements in this direction where I'm working a different way with astrology to empower people and help them um, to live the best life possible in alignment with the cosmos and in alignment, in harmony with the astrology and with the place and powers that are around them so there's so much that you can do with shamanic astrology it's a very practical approach to implement astrology in your everyday life from getting to know yourself to rearranging your furniture or choose the place where you want to live to trans to be very practical in, when it comes to healing foods, to cooking, when it comes to boosting your immune system, to check in with certain periods in your life where you maybe should take risks and other times when you shouldn't, when you want to accumulate wealth or increase health. These are all possibilities that shamanic astrology holds for you. You can visit my website on www.mihalmahipal.com to see what I have to offer, what kind of services I can provide uh, to you. You can keep listening also, of course, to my podcasts where we'll be sharing different subjects that have to do with shamanic astrology when I'm not talking about the other subjects of um, healing foods, which very close with astrology anyway. Um of course, also psychic development, where you're going to learn to be more in tune with um, not only your surroundings, but also with the spirit world, with within yourself, really unlocking those gifts of your intuition and then reaching higher states of consciousness. So this is going to be a really exciting journey. I hope you're going to stay with me and I'm looking forward to work closer with you to share more of my knowledge, to serve you in a way that you can improve um, your life and become the best version and to live your best life ever. I'm sending you lots of love.